Chapter 5. Don't call us, we'll call you. Judge your success by what you had to give up in order to get it. The 14th Dalai Lama. The casting assistant met Sarah on the other side of the door with a big smile and a handshake. Sarah's smile was friendly. She knew him. She had met him a dozen times before and always in this situation. Good to see you, Sarah said through her smile. Right this way, Sarah. The casting assistant ushered her to her mark. Sarah grimaced as she made her way to the center of the room. Even though she had a great memory and was able to memorize detailed scripts and minutes, for some reason she had never successfully remembered his name. He was just an assistant, but like the receptionist, he had the ear of the casting director and even the smallest of negative comments could scuttle a superb audition. She lived in terror of ever bumping into him at a West Hollywood bar or at the Halloween parade. Not that she knew for sure he was gay, but she was willing to put money on it. Regardless of his sexual orientation, she really needed to remedy the situation. One day he was going to get pissed that she hadn't remembered his name and intentionally forget to record her audition. He took his position behind a video camera that was on a tripod as Sarah stood before a long table. In the center of the table sat Pamela Ballantyne. She was pushing sixty, thin as a rake, and her long gray hair fell in front of her in a neat braid. Pamela was a legend in the industry, very kind and astute, and she had cast Sarah in her first commercial when she was eight years old and had continued to help her career throughout her teens. Hello, Sarah. Good to see you again, Pamela said as she looked at Sarah through her oversized glasses. How's your mother? Hi, Pam, Sarah said, smiling at Pamela like an old aunt. She's fine. Loving life in Florida. Sarah assumed this, since she hadn't talked to her mother in a while. They weren't quite estranged, but their phone calls required a birthday or a holiday, so they didn't descend into a screaming match. It was the stereotypical child star slash stage mom, love-hate relationship waiting for a lifetime channel-style deathbed reconciliation. That's good to hear. Please do say hi for me, Pamela responded with a nod of her head. Will do, Sarah said sweetly. Pamela knew Sarah and her mother weren't on good terms, but she wasn't being a bitch by bringing her up. She was just showing the man sitting next to her that this was a person she knew so well that she also knew her mother. This is Marcus. Pamela waved a weedy arm to her right. He's one of the producers of the show. He wanted to sit in on casting. The producer was younger than usual, around 35 and a little overweight. Sarah assumed it was his first real producing role, so he was trying to soak up the experience or have sex with a young starlet. Either or. Nice to meet you, Sarah said with a small bow of her head. Marcus didn't respond. He just gave her a small smile, and Sarah could tell he was imagining her gyrating on top of him as he fondled her breasts. You got your sides? Pamela said, cutting into the silence before it got awkward. I'm good. Sarah replied, running her hand through her hair. Off book, Pamela grinned. Impressive. Sarah smiled. Truth be told, it wasn't much of a part. Her character didn't even have a name yet, but there was a moment or two where she could show she really had the goods. When her long-suffering agent had sent her the breakdown for the role, it read, Young mom of two teenagers. She is beautiful and nurturing. Technically, it wasn't exactly a role for a middle-aged woman, but at 29, Sarah thought she was a few years away from having to go out for that sort of stuff.
The last casting call breakdown she went out for was Chelsea, 25, fit, happy girl, loves wearing miniskirts. So it hit her hard, and she had cried in her car for a good ten minutes. After the sobbing had ended and the tears had been wiped away, Sarah accepted that all great comebacks started somewhere, and she started aging herself up with the makeup kit that she had pulled from the glove box. My reader is sick today, Sarah, Pamela said, looking up from the script. So you'll have to settle for little old me. I wouldn't have it any other way, Sarah said with a smile. Pamela returned her smile and added a sly wink. Whenever you're ready, dear, Pamela whispered with a slight head nod. I'm Sarah Dale. I'm rep by Gary Langston of the Infinite Trust Agency, Sarah said, looking into the lens of the camera. Mom comes into the room carrying a tray with a large jug of juice and empty glasses, Pamela said blandly. I thought Harold was joining us for dinner, Sarah asked with a sweet voice. Hi, Mrs. Jones, Pamela sang loudly. Sarah did a double take, as if she had seen something in her peripheral vision. Harold gets up from the floor and back in his seat. Chase smiles, Pamela said back in her bland voice. Oh, there you are, Harold, Sarah said with surprise, ending the sentence a couple octaves lower than where she started. Mom looks towards Frankie as she places the glasses around the table, Pamela said. So, how are you enjoying life at the Joneses so far, Frankie? Sarah said with an air of seductiveness, showing she was sexy but still motherly. It's fun here. This is going to be great, Pamela said enthusiastically. Sarah nodded excitedly. We're going to go right up to the mountain tomorrow, Pamela continued in a new voice. Is it okay if Frankie uses Dad's... Pamela switches back to her bland voice. Chase stops suddenly and Mom stops pouring juice into the glass she is holding. Sarah had tears in her eyes. It was in the script, but Pamela hadn't read it out, giving Sarah the chance to show her range. It's okay, Chase. Of course, Frankie can use your dad's bike, Sarah said, flashing a sneaky smile, the tears in her eyes still glistening. You're not going to try to jump over the ravine, are you? Yes, I am, Pamela said overly enthusiastically. He breaks it, you bought it, Sarah jokes in an old Broadway-style voice. Marcus and the casting assistant laughed loudly as Sarah stood smiling at them. Okay, Sarah, thanks for coming in, Pamela interrupted stiffly as she ruffled through a bunch of headshots. Who do we have next, Nathan? Marcus was shell-shocked. He stopped laughing and looked from Pamela to Sarah and back again. Sarah bowed her head to hide her smile. Pamela's shortness wasn't mean-spirited, it was calculated. She had become the bad guy so Marcus would find a place in his heart for Sarah and would hopefully champion her when the final choices were made. Thanks for your time, Sarah said meekly to Marcus and Pamela. We'll let you know, Pamela said evenly and went back to her headshots. Marcus's eyes were wide and his mouth agape as Nathan jogged from behind the camera and extended his arm like a traffic cop to show Sarah the way back out of the studio. Pamela had played the part well, but hearing the we'll-let-you-know line never felt good. Sarah's brief confidence descended into thoughts that maybe she hadn't done that well, that maybe she had oversold it, and that maybe she was not even good enough to secure a role that she believed was beneath her. 
The more Sarah thought about it as she walked the twenty yards to the door, the more doubt crept in. And to make matters worse, when Nathan had opened the door, the receptionist was smiling on the other side. Thank you, Sarah muttered as she stepped past. She made a point not to call him Nathan, as that would have been a true indication that she had only just found out his name, but she turned and established eye contact with him and flashed one of her signature smiles just to let him know he existed. You ready for that photo? Sarah asked sweetly to the receptionist.